Welcome to Discover Your Destiny podcast, where we believe that your life is not an accident. You have a destiny, and we want to help you discover it, pursue it, and fulfill it. And now, here's your host for today, Dima Barishnikov. Welcome to Discover Your Destiny, where we believe that your life is not an accident, but you have a destiny. We're going to continue today to talk about uh, where we finished last time on a previous episode. I, I talked to you about the power of imagination. Imagination is a wonderful tool, God-given tool that's given to us. And it can, it's, uh, it's very powerful in helping us with our potential that God has given us. Um, it is tool, as I said, tool provided to us by God, and it has practical application in our life. Unfortunately, you know, when we get older, when we, when we were kids, we used imagination all the time. But when we get older, often things in life kill that imaginations. And we, talk, we talked about it last time. And I mentioned to you the story, interesting story in the Bible, a story about Abraham. Uh, from Genesis chapter 12 and following. And in Genesis chapter 12, God calls this guy, Abraham, who was a regular guy, 75 years old, had no children, and God wanted to make him a father of many nations. He gives him this wonderful and great promises of uh, greatness. He promises him greatness and, and saying, I'll make your name great. And, and, uh, and in you, all the families, in your seed, all the families of the earth will be blessed. And uh, he gives him these great promises. And, but he calls Abraham to leave everything Abraham knew for 75 years and leave his father's house and, and, and follow God. And Abraham does what God asked him to do. He just does it. And, you know, I'm sure he was wondering how it's going to happen, but he trusted God and went on a journey. Well, years later, some years later, he still has doubts about how these things are going to happen in his life. And so him and God having a conversation in Genesis chapter 15, where God brings him outside and shows him stars in the heavens and tells him, look at the stars. Can you count them? This is how your descendants will be. You can read this passage for in Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 through 6. He asked Abraham to imagine, just look, look at the sky, see the stars, and imagine this is how your descendants, um, descendants will be. Imagination is a powerful tool. It, it enables you not only to see, imagine, to see the, um, the desired results or the promises as if they already happen, but also experience those feelings associated with it. You begin to feel it on the, on the inside. It is a, a, imagination opens the door to see the possibilities that do not exist now, but they will in the future. It shows you, it allows you to have a glimpse in, 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 into your future. And it, it allows you to see things that other people simply don't. I mentioned to you one of the most powerful passages in the scripture, Mark chapter 11, verse 22 and 24, where Jesus talks to his disciples about faith. And he says in verse 24, he tells his disciples, so I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. 
and you will have them. You don't have them yet. You will, refers to the future, you will have them. But believe that you receive them now and you will have them. It is impossible without imagination. Imagination is part of our faith, is a component of our faith. When we really believe that something happens, uh, going to happen. We begin to possess it on the inside. We begin to possess it spiritually. Like Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, and I mentioned this scripture to you before, that now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. It doesn't make any sense, this statement, unless we believe the things that we possess, we pray for, we possess spiritually first. And they become just as real to us in the spirit, as when we possess them physically. We imagine having the results we pray for first, and then in time, we will have them in reality. We don't deny our reality, but we are confident and see ourselves achieving it. What we set out to do, we see ourselves achieving it in spite of this reality. Imagination has been used by many people. I read an article the other day about imagination, and I would like to quote part of this article to you today. And I quote, When Olympic athletes were heading to compete in Sochi in 2015, 2014, excuse me, it was widely reported that they used imaginative exercises to prepare for competition. One Canadian bobsledder reported that in the year leading up to the Sochi Games, he had mentally practiced the Sochi course hundreds of times. An American aerialist skier worked on her Im imaginary, imaginary techniques while sidelined with an injury and claimed that the work that she had done in imagination helped her to return into competition as a better jumper. But for any of this imaginative preparation to be at all useful, the athletes had to conform their imagining to the facts about the courses they were going to run, to the actual twists and turns they had that they had been facing. Imagination has played an equally important role in other domains, but here too we see the necessity of aligning with real world facts. Albert Einstein, for example, credited much of his revolutionary revolutionary scientific work to his imagination. And Nikola Tesla claimed to have mapped out all of the details of his inventions entirely in his imaginations before ever putting pen to paper or doing any work in a lab, in, in a lab unquote. So think about this. Can you imagine yourself having the results that you desire before you even started? We read about those athletes or scientists practicing or applying the power of imagination to, to their life. But how much more than others, we as believers in Christ who possess the promises of God, who possess the potential and the gifts that he has given to us and called us to, to fulfill our purpose and to fulfill our destiny, how much more we should use our imagination in conjunction with our faith, seeing and imagining the future, now what God promised us, not as a fantasy, not as a child just imagining fantasy. I'm not talking about fantasies, but 
seeing this future as a reality that will be, that will be manifested in due time. But think about this. The reason we can imagine achieving something that seems to be impossible is because our faith is not in our abilities, but in God's. Whatever we can imagine, and think about this right now, very important, very important. Some, I, I want to tell you something very important. Whatever we can imagine, God can do more. Whatever we can imagine, God can do more. Ephesians 3.20 says this, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, we, above all we could ever ask or think, or in other words, imagine, according to the power that works in us. He can do above what we can ask or we can think of. We can imagine God can exceed our imagination. So imagination is very powerful, but do you know that imagination can be positive and negative? And do you know that negative imagination just as powerful as positive? Imagination can be so powerful that when it is negative, you have to have some serious spiritual power to help you get rid of that negative imagination. It may be fear, it may be defeat, it may, may be thoughts of worst possible outcome, and all of it based on wrong imagination. For some reason, a lot of people are inclined to think in a negative way. They don't expect anything good to happen. They don't expect success. They expect the worst to happen and they're constantly talking about it. They constantly try to rehash in their mind the negative outcome that may not even happen. That has not happened. But it's already happened in their mind. They imagine in this. The thoughts of worst, worst possible outcome. They expect the worst to happen and when they fail, they said, oh, wow, you see that we were right. This is fate. You see, we were right. Exactly, they were right. They, they were victims of self-fulfilling prophecy. How many times in our life we, you and I, have been anxious? How many times we were anxious about something and fearful of things that actually never happened? We worried and worried and, and we're fearful and those things never happen. And though these things we were afraid of and were anxious about never happen, the feelings that they created in us were real. That fear, that anxiety, that was real. And those emotions and feelings often paralyze us in life, imprison us, and make us act contrary to what God wants to do in our life. Negative imagination is very powerful and it can create a lot of damage in your life. Listen to this passage from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4 and 5. This is Apostle Paul talking to the church in Corinth, or rather writing to the church in Corinth in his second letter. And this is what he says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, 
but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high things that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. The word here for arguments actually is thoughts, reasoning, or imagination. I believe some translations uh, uh, says casting down every vain imagination. Sometimes your imagination will run wild, but it will run wild in opposite side from where God wants it to be. The enemy of your soul is trying to attack your mind through wrong thoughts, imaginations, and knowledge. And it is important to know how to pull it down, how to pull that thoughts, that vain imagination down and take control over your mind so that every imagination and every thought would be submitted to the will and the word of God. And that's what that means, bringing every thought to the captivity of Christ, bringing every thought into submission to the word of God. Does your imagination line up with the word of God? Does it line up with God's promises? Or maybe you're already worried and imagining the worst to happen and, and not focusing on what God has called you to do or what God has promised you. If you don't know how to submit every thought to the will and the word of God, your negative imagination will run your life and make you wish that your life would be different, but it's not. And you have to accept your reality and you will do it because you just have been ignorant of the simple fact that you submitted your will and your life to the wrong or to the vain imagination and you failed to bring every thought to the captivity of Christ. You don't have to put up with your reality. You can change it. You can take control over your mind and think and imagine what God says to you is possible for you. What God says for you to you is possible for you. Just like he asked Abraham, look at the sky, see the stars. Don't look what you have in the natural. Look at the skies. This is how your descendants will be. Imagine that. Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse 17, he said, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. Maybe we should take his advice and have a childlike faith. Faith that does not doubt, faith that imagines and dreams big, faith that sees things exactly like they were promised, and accept those things as if they're already here. Let your imagination embrace what God has for you and what He promised you. Let us not settle for our small reality. I'm glad Abraham didn't. And I hope we will not. Let us learn to see the stars. Let us learn to see, to look at the sky and say, 
this is what's possible. Let us learn to look at the stars and imagine the possibilities that God has for us. I hope, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Please subscribe, share, and join us next time. And until then, remember, your life is not an accident. You have a destiny. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you are inspired and encouraged. If you have questions, comments, and would like to stay in touch, please write us at connect at destinycarolina.com. We hope you'll join us next time. May God bless you and always remember your life is not an accident. You have a destiny.